Hi, welcome back to Nina's Drive. So I'm gonna speak about guilt today. This is like the designated topic for this episode. Guilt and how guilt creates loss in a way. I think I think from my perspective, from my point of view, that most people nowadays, at least this is what I see online and a lot of social medias and like in a lot of conversations that I have with people. We all eventually speak on the topic of, yeah, I feel so guilty when I do anything nowadays. Like when I rest, I feel guilty. When I buy coffee at Starbucks instead of making it at home, I feel guilty. When I order DoorDash instead of cooking, I feel guilty. You know, like there's so much guilt surrounding literally, quite literally everything in life. And that it really drains you, but it also creates loss in a way. In a way that you lose your time and you lose your patience with yourself and you lose a bit of sanity because you're always being so hard on yourself. So I've also struggled with just feeling guilty for sitting down a little longer than I should, for feeling tired one day, especially for women's cycles. I know that there's this thing on TikTok where everyone's like, oh my god, it's 3 to 5 p.m. I can't do anything and I feel so guilty for not functioning. Um, don't feel guilty because then after 5 p.m., after that slump that needs some scientific research because we all have it type of thing, after that slump passes, supposedly you have energy because you rested for two hours or you allowed your body to catch up to your brain, to your uh, drive. You allowed your physical aspect of yourself to catch up to the what you have to do and everything but if you are so hard on yourself and if you're always criticizing yourself and your productivity levels and comparing your productivity levels you're just draining yourself you're not in any way restoring the energy that you were low to begin with so it's almost like this never-ending cycle of just running your own energy levels to the floor until they're like do they have no co- think of it like a tire okay if the tire is telling you it's deflated so like you're out of energy and you just keep running it and keep running it and you don't listen to the car oh my god this beat is huge okay and you don't i'm sitting outside right now but if you don't listen to the car telling you you have to go to the dealership and get it filled up or like give it a rest reset the tires reset yourself just sit down you know if you don't listen to that the car being the body if you don't listen to your body your tire is going to run down so low, it's going to get so flat to the point where it's harder to inflate rather than, like when it's at level zero or I don't really know how tires work, but when it's at negative energy, I mean negative air, it's going to be way harder to inflate a super flat tire than a slightly popped tire that still has some air in it. This is the best fitting example in this situation that I can think of at the moment, but as a society in specifically the hustle culture i know that's such a niche word but literally that's what it is i live in italy to study there part-time and the amount of breaks that they give themselves maybe it's too much but i don't know because they seem to keep going perfectly and like if they have to do something they're gonna take their time but they're doing it and they have energy like these people in italy they have energy and not specifically just Italy, but supposedly the entirety of Europe. Um, 
especially not in the big cities is what I've realized but they do have this almost exaggerated zest for life and the majority of the people who for I come from Washington DC so there's a lot of work culture and just observing the way that these people live their relaxed mannerisms and they're never really in a rush they give themselves breaks they're not hard on themselves all the time if they're tired they listen to their body I mean your body is telling you that you're tired for a reason why else would it be telling you that you're tired just so for extra information but the thing is it's hard to balance out the little amount of time that we have because it's almost like a never-ending cycle and there's no time to sit down or at least people say that there's no time there is time and there always will be time that's another topic that i'll get into into the future there always is time so i never when i procrastinate and i and i say oh I'm i didn't have time i i have just stopped saying that because there always is time and that's it's the truth it's the hard truth and sometimes it is hard to take time out to do something but you have to be really dedicated into working on that certain thing or working on yourself but but always try to take the time whenever you need it make the time if it means sleeping more and perhaps canceling on some night plan that night so you can stay in and just rewind or however you you take your relaxation time just listen listen to your body listen to your guts because your gut is always correct but we are not used to trusting the gut it's such a frown upon thing now if you trust your gut then you're considered reckless but i mean the gut is there for a reason i'm sure there's another reason but still trust your gut your gut knows the best and look out for yourself look out for how hard you're running yourself how low to the ground you're running yourself you don't want to end up deflated with zero energy then it's way harder to build back up you don't want to burn yourself out burnout is real it is 1000% real and it's way too ignored it is way i think this generation or gen z has a better um grasp on burnout and i think it has a lot more attention but i know that in the later later generations past gen z burnout isn't um perhaps it is talked about but i don't think it's actually paid attention to i don't think people care or they do but then they don't know how to divide the time or maybe they do and i'm just not seeing it correctly it's just my personal hot take i guess personal opinion observation oh okay this bee is okay but yeah no literally spend time for yourself if this means separating a good chunk of your day or literally booking the time out of your calendar whether it's late at night or in the morning or midday whenever you want and this could mean de-stressing in this way could mean could mean journaling going to exercise going out with friends literally staying in under the blankets but as long as you don't feel guilty for doing this 
it could be relaxation time. You could literally be going grocery shopping, and as long as you don't feel guilty going grocery shopping, boom, instant relaxation time. Or not, it's not that, but like more laid back time that your brain needs to just dewire itself for a second. Nobody really works well when they're under stress or when they're burnt out, because burnout burns creativity out. And without creativity, there's not much fun. <laughs> Simply put, there's not much fun. And there's not much zest for life. And I'll give an example back when I was more involved into the whole hustle culture of it. Like, for example, um, school, which I know is not, not even comparable to working a nine-to-five job in D.C. and that in cities like that, but going to school here you're expected to do a sport after school and then have a job after school and then go out with friends but then be back in the house by nine spend time with your family this that and how I separated my day was because I realized I'm more of a morning person and my brain functions more in the morning I rather have a really go 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 morning and then have a really laid back afternoon that's mine I know many people are um have their preferences and not many people are morning people but that's just how I work and I woke up on average like 5 a.m. every day. And sometimes not even with an alarm, like my body just chose to get up at five. And then I would spend five to six journaling, whether that's good thoughts, bad thoughts, what I wanted to do that day, my goals for the week. More often than not, or like in the winter months, it was more of like, okay, like I'm in a slump, there's no sun outside, there's no heat, because I, I function by sun, I need to be in the sun. And it got really hard in the winter, but mm, like that's a different matter. But five to six would be journaling, and that's a big decompression time. And I didn't feel guilty for doing it because I knew that my thoughts had to go somewhere, and I'd rather put them on paper than onto another person, especially when you don't have resources to reach out to another person, or even worse, dump it all on a friend because that's really inconvenient and selfish. But um, paper, paper, pen. Or maybe it's typing it out on the notes app in your phone or computer. But I, I just figured that paper and pen always worked best for me. And yeah, five to six in the morning would be my personal journaling time, my own zone. I would set it up with whatever room spray. I usually used essential oils and just kind of drown myself in self-care goodness for an hour. And then I went to go work out from six to seven a.m. And this usually consisted of like a run outside or some sort of, I would say hit workout, but that lasted like 20 minutes and then it'd be something more low key like yoga or something. But it was more often not like a good morning run, especially outside in the nature. Oh, the best. And then I went to school from eight. I, I realized that not everyone has the opportunity to have 20 minute distance from school, but I took it for an advantage. I got to school at like 8 a.m. And I've already journaled and ran and I had my own decompression time, had my caffeine, a breakfast, you know, everything. I was set for the day. And then I went to school till 3 p.m. And hung out with friends if I wanted to, if they wanted to, if we felt up for it. And then in the afternoon, I would bake as my job because I created a small bakery business. And usually my day would be separated up to like from 5 to 5. 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. But the biggest part about this is that I 
I had it all under my own levels of control and I didn't feel guilty for it. I didn't feel guilty for waking up at that time and taking an hour to myself. Even if I had homework, I knew that mental health comes first before homework and I tried to complete the homework best I could, but still like hour to myself every day journaling and exercising and that's just how I became the best version of that era of what like the best of what I could do with my time and a lot of this is also practicing your time management but this is just usually how my day looked and then after 5 p.m when I was done studying baking reading all that stuff I would hang out with my family and do homework and that's usually how my day went by so even with the school schedule which is super awkward from like 8 a.m to 3 p.m I still figured out how to make it work and fit into my schedule with my is it circadian with my own rhythm of whatever my body needed which is exercise and journaling and some time to myself and all that and a lot of hobbies and friend time after school and family time especially and now that i live in italy the world wakes up much later on average the lights kind of turn on at 7 a.m instead of five which in dc a lot more lights are on at five than seven eight and people sleep in there and so i started doing all that self-care stuff in the morning more at night and i start my day off with yoga and then i go to my class and then after class i go to the gym or hang out with friends go get drinks and then i journal at night and that's like a really quick recap of what i do there but that's just how different the cultures are and that's a big big aspect towards mental health and clarity and happiness and all that but yeah moral of this is just burnout is 1000% real it is 1000% real like you cannot deny it and everyone feels so guilty at least where I'm surrounded everyone feels so guilty for sitting down like I talk to my mom and she's sitting down for five minutes and she's like oh, I'm so sorry I just need to like rest my feet girl girl go sit outside for a second ro roast in the sun go sunbathe or go on a 10-15 minute walk there always is time at the end of the day you just have to make time for yourself and that's the biggest key to having self-control and best time management and discipline because you figure out what your body needs and what you need to do in a day not once but like your needs and alter it in the best way you can with having time for work and studies and all that but prioritize time for yourself as well and yeah don't feel guilty okay thanks so much for listening i'll call you next time bye